you are listening to Freedom Wrangler's main focus. We are going to talk about something amazing in the Word of God today. We can't wait to share our hearts with you. So why don't you sit back, saddle up, and help us wrangle in the freedom of knowing Jesus. Well, Happy New Year, Jamie. It's a little late. It's a couple weeks in, but you know. (laughs) It's Happy New Year. We haven't spoke on this platform since last year. Yes, so it's a Happy New Year. It's a Happy New Year to our listeners and our supporters. So we're so glad to be able to get back on the horn with y'all. Absolutely. It's exciting to get back. And, um, you know, 2022 rolled through and it was a great year, many things, but I love to look forward rather than look back at, you know how at the end of the year, they're like, let's take a look back at 2022. And you're like, oh, that's a great things. But I love looking forward to see Mm -hmm. what God has in store to dream and to put plans together for the future according to his plan, not according to Chanda's plan. You know, I don't know what you guys are like in your house, but we don't really do resolutions in mine. How about you? Well, we, um, we don't really do that either. I mean, granted, um, I did have an excuse to make collard greens and, uh, black eyed peas Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we, we did some other things for food wise and, um, so that was fun because we don't normally make collard greens. They just mm-hmm. had an abundance of it at oh. the grocery store. So we were like, let's just get a bunch of greens and some black eyed peas. We'll make that for the New Year's Day. But we're nice. not superstitious. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not like that. You know, we yeah. just like we just like collard greens with some good stuff in it. So <laughs> it's funny because that is definitely an American tradition. Collard greens, black eyed peas. What are the greens are for like money or something people say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the black eyed peas are for. Something weird. But anyways. Yeah. Um, there's all these things you're supposed to eat that day. I really don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> I just knew the greens had to do with money. That's the only thing yeah. I remember. But yeah. you know, in Scotland, they don't do that. They do a steak um pie so it will be oh that sounds yummy oh it's so good so it's like steak and it'll have little sausages you know like you get the little breakfast link sausages Mm -hmm. they're about that size um and mushrooms and onions and a beautiful gravy and then they put puff pastry over the top of it oh yeah and then they get all fancy and they'll do like you know the year on top of it or some kind of decoration and then they cook it and that's what you have with neeps and tatties as they call it or it would be turnip greens and potatoes (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a new language to me so it's definitely not american (laughs) it's not but i tell you i I prefer that too because collard greens are all right they strong. Right. They strong. They have lots of iron. If your palate does not like the iron, la la. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very strong. You have to add so much like chicken stock mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't put no pork in it. But we I was going to say a lot of people cook with like a pork, a ham, ham hock. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll put that in there. But we just use like chicken stock mm-hmm. and some chicken. And, you know, uh, we, oh yeah, we had, um, what else? The rotisserie chicken with it. So okay. yeah, it made it taste edible. And if you had a lot of garlic powder, yeah, you're good. You're, you're good, good to go. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. good to go. It doesn't taste exact. I'm more of a cabbage person. I'd re- much rather eat cabbage. Yes, yeah, spinach. Mm-hmm. I'm more on that. Some people just substitute, you know, their greens for that. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, greens, the cabbage 
and spinach do taste much better than like you said it's just that higher iron yeah yeah it doesn't have such a uh medicinal taste like dirt like you just eat mm -hmm. dirt from the ground yeah it's dirt from the ground and it's, it's gotta be good for you though it's gotta be oh, good for you i'll just I'm say that <laughs> listen i don't like kale and i know it's good for you so yeah. you know uh, baby kale i can tolerate but big mama kale she's ugh. anyhow yeah. um and it's funny because i my daddy's from texas so it was texas peat you know a little bit of texas peat would be put on the collard greens yeah um or that that vinegar with the peppers in it mm -hmm. that yeah. kind of stuff that's what they would put on their greens and yeah. um, it still didn't do much for me but anyhow yeah once a year once a year eat them it's got to be good for you once a year. So start your year with your greens. There yeah, you get your greens in the first year. <laughs> get your first meal being green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's something that I always do at the new year, and it is I really sit down and I say, Lord, what do you have in store for me this next year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you want from me? What do you want for my life? Do you have a word for me? Do you have a scripture for me? And um, so I just kind of try to seek him the last few days of the old year into the new year. And um, for me this year, I'll share just a little bit of what God has said to me. And um, he, he said this to my heart. He said, 2023 is a new year to live free and to see the miracles that God has for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said, amen. I accept that. I receive yeah. that. Um, because when you go through certain things in your past, I think sometimes it hinders you from living in freedom. Mm -hmm. And God really spoke to my heart this year and was like, I want you to live in freedom. I want you to see the miracles I have for you. I have so much in store for you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in store yes. for your family. So as you live in freedom, you're going to begin to see those things. And um, I believe that that's a, a message that could be for anybody. Yeah. Uh, just because he spoke it to me doesn't mean it's not a word that every, that would resonate with others, you know, and, um, the scripture that really ties, um, that into place for me is second Corinthians three seventeen, And it says for the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen. So my goal is to live within the spirit to, to be where the Holy spirit is, to be where his presence is, because as I live in that place, I'm then living in the freedom of Christ and yes. I'll be transparent. You know, things took place in my life a couple of years ago, three years now, where a lot of people turned their back on me and my family. A lot of people made accusations and pointed fingers and said lots of different things that could really tear you apart. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what the enemy meant for evil, God has completely turned and is using for good. But at the end of the day, for almost three years, I lived in a place where I didn't feel that I was within my right to live completely free, enjoying the happiness and the blessings and the purpose that God had instilled in me. And something took place in my life back in October where God just set me free from that. And he really started to resonate this freedom commentary in my heart. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, when people say things about you, when they point mm -hmm. the finger at you, they accuse you of things. 
Um, I don't know about you, Jamie, but I have a tendency to, I don't lash back out. I just, Mm -hmm. I shut down. And then I think, well, if I start posting all the good things that are going on in my life, you know, they're probably going to try and discredit it. They're probably going to try and tear me down. Somebody's going to say something bad out there about me. And so I hesitated and I wouldn't share the great things that God was doing in my life. And I really did become very quiet where I had previously been very vocal and very open about the freedom and the wonderful things that God has done for me. So this year, you know, chains were really broken off of my life in October. Um, And now I just really feel this sense of freedom that I don't care. This sounds, might sound a little jerky, but I'll just say it. I don't care what man thinks. Mm -hmm. I don't care what man believes. Mm -hmm. I know the truth. I know my God and he is my redeemer. I know that I am free and I'm called to live in freedom and to Mm -hmm. live in the happiness and joy he's given me. So that's kind of what's going on in my life Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. just at the beginning of this year, just freedom. I just want to say Mm -hmm. freedom. You know, we are the freedom wranglers. Mm -hmm. um, And it's funny to say we call ourselves the freedom wranglers, yet I wasn't living in a completely free state, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I let other things hold me back. So how about you, Jamie? Yeah. And, you know, I, just to touch, touch on that, I think it, that you are, you hit the nail on the head with having freedom that it's not based on what man's opinions are. It's based on God and your relationship with him. And, um, you know, for me, the thing that's been hitting hard with me, uh, especially uh, for this year, um, is just the mystery of godliness, mm. just the mystery of godliness and mm. how God and you said miracles. You were talking about miracles and I was thinking about my husband and how mm. he went through a very trying time with his previous job. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he didn't lose his job. He quit his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and he quit it because he felt a lot of oppression mm-hmm. and a lot of um, opposition, mm-hmm. just a lot of people coming at him. And, um, well, it just turns out that he was the manager at that job and the supervisor was giving him a lot of trouble. Well, she ends up being the manager after he left. Oh, so Lord. it was almost <laughs> as if, you know, that's just the way it, there was no way that he could fight, fight the system kind of mm-hmm. thing. But anyway, when he decided to quit, it was for me, you know, I'm, I'm a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. you know, and we're dependent upon him to be the provider, right. you know? And so when he came home, I have to tell you, I had all kinds of emotions. Hmm. It was like, how could you just quit your job and not have a job lined up? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, whoa. I, <laughs> I, the breaks, like, buddy. I mean, and I think I may have called you about that. Like, I was just in shock. I was like, I just don't know anybody that would just do that. This is, and this is so out of character for him. Sure. And, and there was a lot of out of character things that were happening to him because even when I got the phone call and he said that he was coming home there was some out of character uh comments and I was just like this is not Justin this is something else this is fear this is um just just wasn't him 
just total frustration. Mm -hmm. Like you're stuck in traffic and you have road rage for a minute. You know what I mean? You know, like it just feels so mad that you're stuck in that situation and you got to be at the emergency room for something. It was that kind of emotion that he was feeling. Mm. He comes home and uh, I look at him and you can see just like this, this just glazed over look over his face. Like, I know this is out of character, but I just couldn't take it anymore. And I'm like, and so I could have allowed fear uh, to come over me uh-huh. and just be like terrorized about uh-huh. the situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But instead I looked at him and I said, honey, we need to pray. Amen. We need to pray because this has got to be, this has got to be in God's hands because we're being faithful to God. We're doing the right things. We're, we're seeking him and we keep him first in our lives. So this is something that God is doing mm-hmm. that he wants us to uh, grow yeah, in some yeah. way. So we go and pray and I'm telling you, honey, we cried our eyes out and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh. Just coming before the Lord and letting it all out crying together as a couple about this situation, just saying, Lord, we don't understand, but we know you have a plan and we're going to rest in you. And, and during that time, the, for two months, Justin was out of work, but he was actually working with some people at our church doing some construction work, like carpentry and fixing houses. And he was getting paid really good. You know, he was getting a good paycheck every week. And he made a good friend from the church and he got real close to him. And then a couple of weeks ago, or maybe I'd say a month ago, he got a phone call from, from Bosch and mm-hmm. And they're like, we need you to come in for an interview. And so he went in for an interview and sure enough, there was another guy from the church that was working in maintenance and he was in his interview. And the guy was like, you need to hire this guy. Uh-huh. You need to hire this guy right here. He's a good guy, uh-huh. you know, and he, we got the phone call that he got the job and we were shocked because Justin was so transparent with his fault, those, his interviewers uh-huh. about what he went through with his last job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and I overheard it. The Lord, I was sitting here listening and I was like, I was keeping to myself. I was like, I cannot believe he just told them that. He's not going to get the job. <laughs> and sure enough, he gets the job. I was like, if that's wow. not the Lord's hand, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. I knew it was God. Mm-hmm. So that was a miracle for us. We're very thankful. We're mm-hmm. very, we know that that was from God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we gave him the glory. We thanked him. We were like, you know, Lord, you knew the whole time. And shortly after that, that's when we found out uh, maybe two weeks into this job that he's Mm -hmm. working out that uh, the new manager of Spartanburg place was Mm -hmm. the same person that was trying to get rid of him. Mm. So we were just like, Lord, you knew what was going on. Oh, yeah. The whole time Mm -hmm. you knew what was going on. And all we have to do is get on our knees and pray, even though we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but he does, Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. knows it, but he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So when we live in fear, Mm -hmm. when we are fearful in those treacherous moments, Mm -hmm. that's when we lose the favor. Mm -hmm. That's when we lose it. Yeah, that's exactly it. We're shooken. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could and- let it just terrorize us. Oh, you, absolutely. And I think that, you know, you've made a couple of great points. And one of the things that I see, and I am reading the Bible um, in a year, I'm doing the Bible plan uh, with Tara Lee Cobble. And um, if you've never read the Bible in a year and you would love to join that plan, I just encourage you guys out there. She has a podcast that goes with it and her podcasts are literally like nine minutes max each day, but it just talks about the scriptures that you've just read. So it helps you understand certain things, root words that are in the Greek and so on and so forth. So she's just a great, great teacher. Um, And it's not super heavy. It's literally like three chapters a day, but she does it chronologically. And I do love that. I've never read the Bible chronologically. I've always just read it in order. And I know we all think that it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, but it's not. And it jumps around in different places. And so halfway we get into Genesis and all of a sudden we're jumping off of Genesis and we're over in Job because this portion of Job actually took place round about this one period of time here as you're reading. But anyways, the thing that I wanted to point, I want to make out of this is that as I'm reading these Old Testament, and I loosely call them stories, the history of Mm -hmm. our faith, let's call it that. As I read the history of our faith, the thing that's really getting me excited is that every single thing that's taking place from Genesis 1-1 until I'm in Genesis 40 right now, um, God had a plan. He has a purpose and it doesn't matter what man does. God's still going to make sure his plan is fulfilled That's right. and his promises are fulfilled. So just like you guys, God had a plan. He had a purpose. And no matter what that team of people tried to do where he was previously, God was like, that's okay. I got a plan. I got a purpose and I'm still going to work it out for your good and my glory. Mm-hmm. And right. he, and he's done that. But in the mm-hmm. process, he was your provider, you know, mm-hmm. Jehovah Jireh, just That's showing right. up with a job for Justin in the middle of it, mm-hmm. working construction. But out of that, it's not just a provider of finances. It's a provider of relationship. It's That's a provider right. of, you know, fellowship with other believers mm-hmm. that I believe encouraged him during that time. Yes, very much so, because he was going through and honestly, it was, it was, he was going through some depression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, it really affected him. And understandable with a frustrating situation like that. Yeah. You know? And he put, and the thing is, is um, Justin, he, he's got a lot of tenacity. Mm-hmm. Like he will, he, I mean, he, he's super smart y'all. Okay. He's a very <laughs> smart man. He's very, very academic. He's very mm-hmm. academic and he will get, find out all the rules and regulations mm-hmm. about how to proceed with this company. And yeah. I mean, in less than three months, it was very impressive. And he's never worked in that industry in that That's type awesome. of environment. So for him to gather that much information mm-hmm. and be able to cognitively uh, apply it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, just blew everybody away. It was like, what? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a threat. Mm-hmm. He was threatening Mm-hmm. So, but you know, like you said, it, it was it was this was all a part of God's plan. And I know that him going through the transition of of being humbled. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, God exalts the humble. Mm-hmm. So if you 
all of a sudden go from being on top of the world to being humbled. It's a blessing. Absolutely. It is because he's going to exalt you. He's going to exalt. He exalts the humble. So we were in such a humble state of him uh, going from making this much amount of money to, to being in a status of, you know, just a normal rate. Um, it, and then having the church all knowing our mm. business, our business, everybody <laughs> knew our business and just, you know, they could have felt sorry for us. Like, Oh my gosh, we pity you. Oh, or maybe some people gloried in our pity, but <laughs> not because God doesn't like that because God exalts the humble. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh, it's so neat how God, when you're humble, he is exalted. And mm-hmm. so that's where we were and that's where God wanted us to be. And I'm so thankful for that time. So thankful that we went through it and we honored him and gave him the glory. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is a mirror. It was the whole thing was a miracle. Everything yeah. took place. It was God's plan. So absolutely. And, it, it, you know, you just said it. You said, I'm thankful we went through it. Not a lot of people will say things like that, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people will be like, yeah, I'm thankful my husband gave up his job and we had no idea what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you sound like you're crazy. But yeah. the reality is, is because you know where your provision comes from. You That's know right. who your provider is. Yeah. You know your supply. It yeah. is Jehovah. Then, That's you right. know, you're like, I'm glad I went through that because I learned how to trust on him even more. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's when we walk through those moments in our lives of uncertainty, yeah. rest assured, he's walking right beside you. And he is. He has gone ahead. He's checked the road. He's made sure the way is clear and he will mm-hmm. lead you that way. And he's mm-hmm. just so wonderful. I want to go back to something that you were talking about just a minute ago, and that's fear. Mm-hmm. Um, fear is, and the yeah, there's a song about it. I think it's, uh, what's his name? Zach Williams. Yeah, fear is a liar. Yes. Yeah. Fear is a liar. And that's yeah. a real true statement. Fear yes. is a liar because yeah. it's the enemy that, that carries that spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. And he, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and he tries to place that upon people a lot. And so I'm going to share just a little testimony from my perspective in my world of fear breaking off of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, I shared a little bit of this, but I have always had a great fear of heights. Like when I say great fear, like we're talking physically shake, probably puke, get down on my knees and crawl back the way I came from if I'm up too high. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. like, you know, a seven foot step ladder. I don't do. Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Scaredy cat right here, right here. So, um, I always send my husband up into the attic. I'm like, you do that. I'll throw the boxes at you. So <laughs> I don't even Goodness. like getting two steps off the ground. So in other words, I couldn't get you on a roller coaster. Well, no. So roller coasters, I'm okay as long as okay. I'm closed. But okay, like okay. if I'm out walking on a ladder, there could okay. be an opportunity to free fall, you know, Grand Canyon situation. I see. Not going for it. So I see. Okay. You know, somebody said, All right. So I still got a chance with you on a Friday. 
Oh yeah. You got a chance, girl. No problem. Whether my neck and back can handle it, who cares? Let's okay. do it. I okay. love that stuff. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, so I really like the family tells a hilarious story and I do laugh about it. And that is that we were in Lanzarote, which is a Canary Island uh, off the coast of Africa owned by Spain. And we would vacation there regularly. And we decided we'd go walk out off of this dock but it was more like a pier because it went way out over the ocean. It was quite high up and oh, it was wow. wooden and you could see down to the rocks and to the ocean. And, mm. uh, and I'm looking, I'm like the Mediterranean's beautiful, but I don't really want to fall through this. And I literally maybe got about 30 yards out on this thing and it felt like it was moving to me. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. And there's other people around <laughs> and I laugh. I do laugh. So you can please, please feel free to laugh. Oh my. <laughs> and so I gradually begin to lower myself down, down, down to <laughs> my knees, which my husband turns around and goes, What are you doing? I said, I'm going back. He says, No, you're going down. You're not going back. I said, I'm going down and I'm going back. And he was like, But why? I said, I'm so scared right now. I mean, I was trembling with fear. Oh, so I my get down word. on all fours. Lots of other vacationers around, and I begin to crawl all the way back on all fours to the mainland. Oh no! The whole family standing there, like, "What are you doing? Get off! Oh, you look no. like a crazy person." Oh no! So yes, I do get back to you solid were, ground, and oh, you were crippled, like crippled. With it fear. was crippling. Yes, oh. it, that's how bad it was, and um, to the point that I. I had tears and I didn't even know I was Aww. crying, you know? And he's like, why are you crying? I was like, am I? He's like, you are. And I was like, I didn't even oh, know no. it. So <clears throat> years later, we went on a cruise recently. And mm -hmm. this cruise has one of those um, kind of like rope things that you can zip do. lines, zip lines and ropes. And, you know, mm -hmm. you do like the high wire and all that stuff, but you're connected. You're in a harness. Mm -hmm. And my husband wanted to do it so bad. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And he's like, are you sure you're going to do this? And I was like, yeah. So and he was relapsing on that Canary Island. Yes. <laughs> he's thinking, please don't do he's that like, up please there. Please don't embarrass me here. <laughs> We're on a boat with 4,000 people. Don't do it. I'll never get the end of this. Okay. <laughs> exactly. There'd probably be video footage all over TikTok or something. Yeah. So, um, but prior to us going, I'd spoken to multiple people and they were like, I can't believe you're going on a cruise. You're so brave. And I was like, brave going on a cruise doesn't make me brave. And they're like, I'm so scared. I would be so scared to go out and be in the middle of the ocean. What if something happens? You know, you can't get to land. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh, I mean, that doesn't scare me. You know, God's in control. That's what I said. And they were like, yeah, but you're brave. You fly places, you go on boats, you do this, you do that. And I was like, mm. and I got to thinking, man, they're really missing out on a whole lot of life with fear, taking control. And they're not going places. They're not doing things because fear stops them. And so as I was thinking about this, and then we got on the trip and I was like, it was brought back to my memory. And I really believe it was the Holy Spirit. It was like, so you're thinking about how they allow fear to stop them from seeing the things I've created and visiting wonderful places. What about you? You're allowing fear to stop you from seeing things from a new perspective, from a new height. And he said, I want to be able to show you these things spiritually in new heights, 
but I also mm -hmm. want to show you a new perspective of this world that I created of all the things I have. And I was like, yeah, I need to stop this because what is fear? It's nothing. It's a four letter word, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was being irrational. I'll just be transparent. I really was being very irrational. So I marched up there ready to go. And they looked at me and they're like, ma'am, you need longer shorts on and a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, no, I had a shirt on. Well, let me, let me yeah. let go. <laughs> what do you do? What kind of cruise was this? But I had my sports shorts on and I had a tank top because we'd been uh -huh. exercising. So anyways, I said, okay, I'll go back and get changed. And I just watched John go and do it. I said, you do it, you're here, and then we'll do mm -hmm. it again. So I did. I went back and I got changed and I got up there in the very, it's 120 feet from the deck. Okay. That's how high this is. It's 120 feet up off the deck. High up. But the ship itself is several stories high. I mean, it's massive. So and this is on the very top deck of the ship. Um, and the very, very first thing that you come across is an eight foot long beam that's six inches wide that goes out over the ocean, over the side of the boat. And there's nothing to hold on to. And I was mm. like, all righty. Here we go. And John's like trying to give me all the instructions. You know, here's how you do it. And I was like, shh, just shh, I got this. And I literally just grabbed onto my little harness and I looked straight ahead and I just walked and I did it. And it was a faith walk. Yeah. So it yeah. was trusting that this harness that I was hooked into was put on right, that I was hooked into it correctly up above and mm -hmm. trusting that this beam is secure and I, it's not going to let me fall. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it wasn't just about fear, but it was about faith. And there's so That's many right. times we have to say, fear, get out of the way. I'm going to yeah. take a faith walk. And I just zoomed across it. Yeah. How do you exercise your faith if you don't exercise? It's exactly, exactly. You have to put it into action. Faith yeah. is an action word. It's a verb. You mm -hmm. must do something with it. And so I did that and I get across to the little podium and John is behind me and he comes over and he goes, oh my gosh, you did that so fast. And I was like, look, I said, I'm doing this. And so we just went through it. And then there was the zipline part and I get to the platform and the guy says to me, now you have to run, jump and just sit down and go all the way across. He says, if you don't run, you're going to get stuck right in the middle. And I was like, well, I don't want to be that lady. They'll be like, oh, look at her. Yes. Yes. So without you don't want to be a spectacle. You want no. to <laughs> You're like, hey, I, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm in this now. I've got I was my committed. stronger. I'm ready to go. I got momentum. That's exactly that it. The momentum. And I did. I ran to get the momentum that I knew would carry me from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And I just did it. And I sat trusting in that harness again, the faith once again. And it zoomed me right across to the other side where I was able to stand up and look back and think, I just conquered that. Mm -hmm. I conquered basically a free fall jump. Mm -hmm. And to go to the other side. And there's so many times that God wants us to take those free fall jumps with him, allow him to catch us, but utilize our faith and trust in him. See, he's the, the Holy Spirit is the ultimate harness in our lives. That's right. He's never going to let you down. He's always going to have you connected into God and we get connected into God. And I'm holding up my phone because I don't have my Bible right here, but my Bible's on my phone. Yeah. 
being connected into the word because the word yeah. is alive and it it has momentum yes <laughs> yes power it's the power that's right due to miss power is in the word of god exactly and yep and it that's is what god's truth. been speaking to me this year is truth he is the buttress of truth mm, he mm. is our pillar of truth yeah and he is. that's what that's what God is preparing his church mm -hmm. for us to be the pillar of truth so that when people see us, they mm -hmm. see our faith being exercised, just That's like right. you, when you went on that zip line, mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. watching us, they they're are. watching us. And you know what? If we don't have the momentum, guess what? We're going to be stuck up in the air in the middle of there. We're going to look like a spectacle. Exactly. Because we didn't get the momentum and the dunamis power that we needed through the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then when you get stuck in the middle, what are you trying to do? You're trying to do it on your own. You're trying to scoot mm -hmm. yourself do along. Yeah. And you could have. And everybody's looking going. Stayed in the power. Exactly. So, you know, long story short, I made it. I survived it. It was a triumphant day in yes. my life of conquering Amen. fear. And I'm already like, okay, I know there's another zipline course here, not far from where I live. When am I going to do that? I don't know. I got a birthday in March. I might be hitting it up for my birthday. This one's there got bigger, go. higher ones. But I do know this is that if I hadn't taken that leap to do that, to say fear, you know what, get behind me, you're under my feet, then I wouldn't have had this opportunity. And this was the end of it. As I'm coming off, there's a lady that's about to go on the very first one I told you guys about. And she looks at me and I said, you got this. And she says, no, I don't. I'm so scared. And I don't know why I'm so scared. And I looked at her and I said, listen, I do not like heights. And I didn't know if I would be able to do this, but I did it. So if I did it, you can do it. And she says, I don't have a problem with heights, but fear has just come all over me. And I said, you kick fear in the teeth and go across this. So I came down and I was able to stand with her husband and my husband. Don't know the lady from Adam. And I was able to cheer her on and watch her, found out her name was Mary, as Mary went across that beam and she did it. And I just, we were able to applaud her and cheer for her. And her husband looked at us and he goes, thank you. He says, that means so much to me. And I know it will mean so much to her. And the thing yeah. is, is in this life, if we take the step, the leaps of faith to walk the path that God has called us to, to kick fear in the teeth and push it behind us, then we're going to have opportunities to cheer other people on from a place of experience. That's right. Amen. I was just thinking that experience. You, but, you cannot, you will not be able to help others truly unless you've had that experience, because yep. if you hadn't been through it, how are you going to be able to encourage somebody who is trying to go through it? Exactly. That's exactly it. And, and because I had literally just been through it, I was able to look at her and say, I did it. You can do it. I've just done the whole thing. Come on and encourage her to move forward. And so that's how it should be in our walk with each other. Right. We should be having these experiences with God where we step out in faith, where we live by faith, like you and Justin had to for two months before the job was provided, mm -hmm. but you went through it. And That's the reality is you weren't stuck in the valley. You went right through. And now you have a testimony. The test turned into a testimony mm -hmm. that you can now share with others to encourage them when somebody else goes through something. 
And it really does encourage you when you hear people's testimonies mm-hmm. that have gone through a hard time. And it's yes. like, oh, well, they went through it because we have plenty of people from the church come up and say, yeah, I lost. I know what that's like. I lost my job and I went through this, this and this. And then a couple mm-hmm. months later, I sort of double I got double the pay than what I was the first time. Mm-hmm. So so it's like, praise God, all glory to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the favor of the king storm, praise him through the storm. And I promise you, if you are his child, he is going to get you through it. Oh, he will. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, there's a song that has really ministered to me recently. And, um, it's by Brandon Lake and, uh, he, it's been released for about a year. It's called gratitude. And, um, I'm just going to read a couple of the lyrics because this is literally how I feel about all of the things that God has done for me. It says, all my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? And the chorus says, so I throw up my hands and praise you again and again, because all that I have is a hallelujah. And I have nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. That's the reality of it is that we have nothing to give God. Mm -hmm. What can we bring him? He's a king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. Mm -hmm. But we can bring him our hallelujah. We can bring him our praise. And when we learn to praise him in the valley, we will still praise him on the mountaintops. Mm -hmm. And because he's the same God, the same God, Jamie, that was with you and Justin before he quit his job is the same God that was with you when he quit his job and was looking for a job. And it's the same God that helped provide the job that he's in now. Mm -hmm. He's never changed. It's the same God. He has always been the same. Mm -hmm. And he's faithful. He's so faithful. And we must remember that. And so for me, if there's anything I would encourage y'all to do this year, learn to live in freedom, the freedom of Christ. Learn, as Jamie said, to live in truth. Mm -hmm the power of the word of God, get into the word daily. You might not have time to read full chapters. If it's just a couple of verses, read those verses, but try and get into a Bible plan and have some structure. I really believe structure helps you grow with Christ. And um, when you're rooted in the word, oh my goodness, watch out. So many things can happen. So that's all I have like right now from my heart to share. And I know that this year, I will say this, you know, Freedom Wranglers is really looking to hone in on these things, hone in on living in freedom, Mm -hmm. hone in on living in truth and in the word and seeing God's miracles Mm -hmm. in our lives. That's right. So, Jamie, I don't know if you've got something else you want to add here before we wrap up. I will just say this, that um, if it hadn't been from... Uh, the body of Christ encouraging us and close Christian friends that have encouraged us and prayed for us. Um, it really helps to be a part of a body. Yeah. And when you have that, it will inspire you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll inspire you. And we all need that. We need yeah. that, especially the times we're living in right now. I mean, oh. we're surrounded by um, so many a lot of people would say it's like being in Sodom and Gomorrah, if you mm. will. So much to, we're getting oversensitized by so much stuff. 
But when you're part of a body of Christ where you are one mind, oh, the encouragement you can get and the inspiration that you will receive. So it's so important to be a part of a body because, you know, we all need that encouragement. We need cheerleaders. We need yes. and to, and like you said, be a part get into the word and mm-hmm. find something that's structure. Mm-hmm. How, if that will help you get it something structured, especially if you're not familiar with the word of God, um, that will really help you to be able to understand all of the Bible and its mm-hmm. fullness instead of just maybe uh, just saying in the the New Testament, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like what Chanda, and yeah. you might want to reiterate the name of that program that you're part yeah. of. That's, that is a neat program. It sounds like it could really help a lot of people. Yeah, it's really fantastic. It's called the Bible Plan, and you can download the podcast on any uh, you know app that has podcasts. They also have a website, but it's also in the YouVersion Bible app. If you don't have YouVersion, I highly suggest you download it. It has multiple different versions of the Bible. So if you prefer to read the NLT to the King James or you prefer the you know English Standard Version, read that. That's all in there for you. But the Bible plan is in there um, and you can just jump in and start whenever. And uh, I started on January 1, but that doesn't mean you can't start tomorrow on January 26th you know, or 7th, whatever. Um, the other thing I would suggest is within version, there's also Bible, uh, multiple, a plethora of Bible plans, so many to choose from. So if you're not really sure, oh gosh, what devotion book do I buy? Do I do this? You don't have to buy anything. It's free. Uh, Craig Groeschel's church, he's the pastor of this church that has set up version. They offer everything completely free. All resources are available to you. And one of my favorite next to the Bible plan is the Bible Project. And with the Bible Project, these guys do videos that explain the different books of the Bible or they explain different stories in the Bible and they really break it down from the Greek and the Hebrew um, language and the understanding there. So they will take you back to the basics. So you really understand about the author of that book, along with what is God saying in that book. So those are a couple of resources I would highly recommend. They're resources I use on a daily basis. And um, the Bible Project is good for, I would say, preteen and up. It's just got so much because it's all illustrated. It's drawn and they tell you the story as they draw it. So it's pretty cool. But um, yeah. And these guys are all nonprofit. They're not asking for anybody to pay for anything for them. They just, it's all charitable donations, which makes them super cool. So, but yeah, get into the word. Yes. Get into prayer. And we're going to be back, you know, talking some more about freedom, truth, Mm -hmm. We're going to take these topics and we really don't want to just glean over them. We want to really dig into what does it really mean to be free in Christ? Mm -hmm. Because we've been redeemed and we've been bought with a price. And we're going to talk about those kinds of things because I really think people really need to understand the price that was paid for our salvation and why we should live in freedom. That's right. So anyways, that's all I've got. Well, we love y'all. We love you. So good to good to be back. And yes, it is. We'll, we'll be talking with you this year more often. Amen. All right. Saddle up, guys, and we'll wrangle in that freedom of Christ. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. 
That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.